Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to Bible Study with Garo. I appreciate everyone who listened to the first episode. It was very raw. I did cry. And if you heard my mocos, I apologize, but the Lord's presence was heavy. Today, we're going to be talking about something different. Um, I don't want to say that I fell upon this book in the Bible, but I was just looking for something more genuine, something real, I could say. Yeah, something real. So today we're going to be reading Ezekiel 18. It is 32 chapters longer than the other one. So you can already guess that this podcast episode will be more than 16 minutes. If you're listening in the car, I definitely encourage you to listen to it at home. So that way you can make your own notes on your Bible or on a notebook. Um, And if you're listening at home where you have your Bible and your notebook, take out your highlighter and your pen and let's get started. All right, let's start with a prayer. Thank you, God, for every single thing that you have done up to this point, God. Thank you because I know that you hold my future in your hands, God. And you hold our future in your hands as well as the listeners. God, I want to be an instrument of your word. Let me be inspired by your presence. And Holy Spirit, we invite you to this place, wherever this place may be, whether it's a room, kitchen, car wherever it is that we are god i ask that your holy spirit be here with us and that you help us understand these words that are on a page and that they become real to us and real to our hearts and that we may apply it every single day of our lives god in jesus name amen okay ezekiel 18 title guys Please don't stop this podcast. Listen to it all the way through. Believe me. All right. The title of Ezekiel 18 is The Soul Who Sins Shall Die. Y'all ready for this? Let's get started. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on end. As I live, declares the Lord God, this proverb shall be no more used by you, Israel. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the Father as well as the soul of the Son is mine. The soul who sins shall die. If a man is righteous and does what is just and right, if he does not eat upon the mountains or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbor's wife or approach a woman in her time of menstrual impurity, does not oppress anyone but restores the debtor's page commits no robbery gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked with a garment does not lend at interest or take any profit withholds his hands from injustice executes true justice between man and man walks in my statues and keeps my rules by acting faithfully he is righteous he shall surely live declares the lord god verse 10 if he fathers a son who is violent, a shedder of blood, who doesn't 
any of these things, though he himself did none of these things, who even eats upon the mountains, defiles his neighbor's wife, oppresses the poor and needy, commits robbery, does not restore the pledge, lifts up his eyes to the idols, commits abomination, lends at interest, and takes profit, shall he then live? He shall not live. He has done all these abominations. He shall surely die. His blood shall be upon himself. 14. Now suppose this man fathers a son who sees all the sins his father has done. He sees and does not do likewise. He does not eat upon the mountains or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel. Does not defile his neighbor's wife. Does not oppress anyone. Exacts no pledge, commits no robbery, but gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked with a garment, withholds his hand from iniquity, takes no interest or profit, obeys my rules, and walks in my statues. He shall not die for his father's iniquity. He shall surely live. As for his father, because he practiced extortion, robbed his brother, and did what is not good among his people, behold, he shall die for his iniquity. Yet you say, why should not the son suffer for the iniquity of the father? When the son has done what is just and right and has been careful to observe all my statues, he shall surely live. The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall, shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. 21. But if a wicked person turns away from his sins that he has committed and keeps all my statues and does what is just and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the transgressions that he has committed shall be remembered against him, for the righteousness that he has done shall live. Have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked, declares the Lord, and not rather that he should turn from his way and live? But when a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice, and does the same abominations that the wicked person does, shall he live? None of the righteous deeds that he has done shall be remembered, for the treachery of which he is guilty and the sin he has committed for them, he shall die. 25. Yet you say, the way of the Lord is not just. Hear now, O house of Israel. Is my way not just? Is it not your way that is not just? When a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice, he shall die for it. For the injustice that he has done shall die. Again, when a wicked person turns away from the wickedness he has committed and does what is just and right, he shall save his life. Because he considered and turned away from all the transgressions that he had committed, he shall surely live, he shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of the Lord is not just. O house of Israel, are my ways not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? 30. Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, declares the Lord God. Repent and turn from all your transgressions, lest iniquity be your ruin. Cast away from all the transgressions that you have committed. Make yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. 
Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord God. So turn and live. All right. That was a lot, but there's a lot to unpack here, guys. So please stay with me, and I really hope that you learn something or can understand the words that are coming out of my mouth because while I was studying this I did I did have a lot of questions but the Lord is good and he reveals a lot of stuff to us so let's get in it um for starters on the footnotes right here footnotes are amazing guys if you have a bible with a footnote go to it read it it has a lot of information okay so in verse two we see the word you and um in the footnote the hebrew for you is actually plural um so it's not singular it's just not talking about one person it's talking about many so you can even read it as you guys so what do you guys mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of israel um and at that is valid for all the yous that are in this chapter. So, um, when we get into it, if we look at the whole section, verse 5 through 9, um, it's pretty much defining what righteousness is. So it starts with, if a man is righteous and does what is just and right, and then it keeps going on, telling us what is just and what is right. So it goes on to say, if he does not eat upon the mountains or lift his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel. I'm going to stop right there because um, at first I thought does not eat upon the mountains meant something like um, prideful or having an ego but then when i looked it up upon the mountains um is the same as presenting offerings to idols because back then that's where they would do sacrifices up in the mountain so if he does not eat upon the mountains or sacrifice to the idols or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of israel does not defile his neighbor's wife y'all know what that means unless you need me to explain it um, or approach a woman in her time of menstrual impurity does not oppress anyone, but restores the de- debtor his pledge, commits no robbery, gives bread to the hungry and covers the naked with a garment, does not lend at interest or take any profit. By this, it meant um, charging interest to the poor who already owe you. So like, how are you going to charge me interest if you already know that I'm asking for money because I ain't got money, right? So that's the same thing. Um, withholds his hand from injustice, executes true justice between man and man, uh, walks in my statues, and keeps my rules by acting faithful. He is righteous. He shall surely live, declares the Lord God. So everything that I just read right there, um, Ezekiel 18, 5 through 9, is basically the definition of what righteousness is and what a righteous person does or does not do. Um, then we get into the next portion, the next few, um, verses, 10 through 13. Um, if he fathers a son who is violent, a shedder of blood, who does any of these things, 
though he himself did not do any of these things. Right there in that part, it's in parentheses in my Bible, but that's referring to the father who is raising a son. So this dad didn't do anything wrong, but the son did, right? Who even eats upon the mountains, defiles his neighbor's wife, oppresses the poor and needy, commits robbery, does not restore the pledge, lifts up his eyes to the idols, commits abomination, lends that interest and takes profit. Shall then he live? Question mark. He shall not live. He has done all these abominations. He shall surely die. His blood shall be upon himself. So this is basically like, he did this, he gotta pay for this, this is his consequence for doing all these abominations then it gives us another scenario in 14 to 18 now suppose this man fathers the son who sees all the sins that his father has done so this is talking about generations yes we're getting into some generation generational curses right and we don't like those we're breaking those chains we don't want those to get to our kiddos so this is talking about the son who is violent he is now a dad right and he has a son so now suppose this man aka the son who was raised by a good dad um now suppose this man fathers a son who sees all the sins that his father has done he sees and does not do likewise he does not eat upon the mountains or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of israel does not defile his neighbor's wife, does not oppress anyone, exacts no pledge, commits no robbery, but gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked with a garment, withholds his hands from iniquity, takes no interest or profit, obeys my rules, and walks by my statues, he shall not die. For his father's iniquities, he shall surely live. As for his father, because he practiced extortion, robbed his brother, and did what is not good among his people, behold, he shall die for his iniquity. So, right here in this last verse that i just read 18 it's really showing us that salvation is personal it doesn't matter okay we can have two scenarios right here it doesn't matter if your parents were christian and they were leading or walking in the righteous path and now you deliberately chose not to walk that path that does not mean that you are saved that means your parents are saved or on the other hand uh your parents don't know of god or know of god and choose not to follow him or walk in the righteous path but now you yourself have seen where that has led your parents and you're like nah i don't want to be like that i don't want any of that stuff to get to me or my family so i'm gonna follow the lord now you are saved but your parents are not saved so if you're taking notes in 18 salvation is personal okay and yes we are breaking all these generational curses so let's get into 19 it says yet you say remember you is talking about everyone you people right um the israelites in particular so yet you say you guys say why should not the son suffer for the iniquity of the father right talking back on um 14 through 18 so why shouldn't the son suffer for all the bad things that the dad did and then the lord answers when the son has done what is just and right and has been careful to observe all of my statutes he shall surely live the soul who sins shall die 
I'm gonna stop right here. This is the beginning of verse 20. The soul who sins shall die. That's also our title, and it's already been repeated, mm, I think, two times prior to this. When I was reading that, the soul who sins shall die, it brought me back to uh, the verse in Matthew, so Matthew 5:28, and it's where Jesus is actually talking about um, adultery, right? Because in the law it says don't have adultery right and then jesus is getting asked all these questions and all these scenarios oh but what if but what if but what if this and that and all this other stuff and jesus said all right let me get it straight to y'all even if you look at a woman lustfully like you want to have relationships with her you have already sinned in your heart you have already committed adultery with her in your heart so i thought that was really interesting how in ezekiel said this and then in matthew jesus himself is practically saying this the soul who sins shall die now notice how it's not saying like your body is going to die you yourself it's your soul because you're losing it you're losing your soul right so let's get back uh, the son shall not suffer suffer for the iniquity of the father, no, nor the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. Okay. 21. Um, it's this section 21 through 24. All right. Uh, before I get into this, before 21... It was talking about these generational curses, right? Um, If a man is righteous and does what is just and right, and then it says all of these things, he is righteous, he shall surely live, declares the Lord, right? So this is what righteousness is. This is what righteous people do or don't do, right? Then it says, if he fathers a son who is violent, um, that son will surely die, and his blood shall be upon himself not not the father but the son who is doing all these bad things right and then it says if his kid sees all these bad things that happen to his dad and this kid chooses not to do as his dad did and chooses the righteous path and to do righteousness then he shall surely live but as for the father because he practiced distortion this is 18 robbed his brother and did what is not good among his people Behold, he shall die for his iniquity. Okay. In 21, we see some hope. So, but if a wicked person turns away from all his sins that he has committed and keeps all my statutes and does what is just and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of these transgressions that he has committed shall be remembered against him. For the righteousness that he has done shall live. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to slow it down because I think I got too excited. None of the transgressions that he has committed shall be remembered against him for the righteousness that he has done shall live. This is for any wicked person who turns away from all his sins that he has committed and keeps all the statutes of the Lord and does what is just and right. Okay, y'all, that was me. 
okay? Because I knew what was bad, and I chose to still do it because my parents accepted the Lord when I was, like, 11, and that's when I started going to church. And, like, in middle school, I was still doing what the wicked did. In high school, I was still doing what the wicked did. I think it wasn't until college or even until I graduated college, to be completely honest with y'all, that me being a wicked person turned away from all of my sins that I had committed and now I'm doing my best you know doing doing my best to keep all my statues and do what's just and right so that way I can live and that way none of the transgressions that I had committed would be remembered because I already repented from all of that bad stuff all of those iniquities um all of all of it I don't even want to expose myself right now, but all of it, all of it, because listener, I know you've been doing some stuff too, okay, we're all in this together, yep, and we're all in this together, turning away from all our transgressions, um, so that way, all the righteousness that we have done shall live, okay, 23, have I any pleasure, this is God, have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked, declares the Lord? And not rather that he should turn from his way and live. God doesn't want you to die. He wants you to turn away from all of your wickedness. So that way you can have eternal life. You know, and all your righteousness. Right, righteousness and all your right and just acts to live forever and be remembered, you know. None of the righteous deeds that he has done shall be remembered. Oh, wait, wait, I skipped. Okay, uh, 24. But when a righteous person, ooh, ooh, this was me, guys, 24. But when a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice and does the same abominations that the wicked person does, shall he live? What do y'all think? Okay, we got our answer. None of the righteous deeds that he has done shall be remembered. For the treachery of which he is guilty and the sin he has committed, for them he shall die. Ooh, guys. This got me right here. Yes, there is hope. Yes, there is redemption for you if you repent and you follow his statutes and his ways. But, mmm, sweetie you got to be careful if you are already a righteous person you got you can't turn away from the righteousness you can't turn away from god but let me tell you if you do you can always repent and not do it again because we want to live forever remember we're all in this together um i'm getting too excited guys okay 25 yet you say once again israelites you means group of people means um plural not singular yet you say the way of the lord is not just now doesn't this sound very 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 familiar because i feel like today and age people are like well if he's a just god well if he's a god of love well if god is really real here now O house of israel is my way not just is it not your ways that are not just 26. When a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice, he shall die for it. For the injustice that he has done shall die. We don't want injustice here, okay, guys? 
Again, when a wicked person turns away from the wickedness he has committed and does what is just and right, he shall save his life. Because he considered and turned away from all the transgressions that he had committed, he shall surely live, he shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, the way of the Lord is not just. Okay, house of Israel, are my ways not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? I feel like God is really patient, but he's also like, honey, right? 30, therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel. Ooh, everyone according to his ways, declares the Lord God. Repent, key word, guys, repent and turn from all your transgressions amen hallelujah lest iniquity be your ruin uh i have a footnote here it says lest iniquity be your stumbling block which i really like because um in life we stumble and we fall and let's be real let's be real guys we stumble and we fall and we don't have good we have good days and we have bad days we have frustrations you know we say things that we shouldn't have said we open our mouths when they should have been closed you know so let's iniquity be your stumbling block let's say that instead of ruin cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed and make yourself a new heart and a new spirit why will you die house of israel for i have no pleasure says the lord in the death of anyone so turn and live Mm. Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm at church i feel like the choir should be singing right now um worship band please pass no but guys being completely humble open honest raw genuine this word as i said in the last podcast episode is for me and if you got something if you understood something if you held on to a word glory to god but i'm just glad and thankful that you are here for this ride so that way we can learn together and you know just repent from all our transgressions from all the bad stuff that we've been doing at night or in the morning or midday or when no one's around or when everyone's around we gotta repent so that way we can live for eternity in paradise and y'all if you know the lord you know it's hard but you also know It's the most wonderful thing that you have ever done. Because God is just so good. He's so good, guys. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I know it was way longer than the other one. And if you listened all the way through to this point, may the Lord bless you in all your endeavors. Thank you, guys. God bless.